0: After sharing my journey with others through this medium for uh, you know over a couple of years now, today feels a little different in that what I tend to do is really speak at the end of the week about what the, this past week has brought in terms of the challenges that I've had, any struggles that have occurred, and how mindful, mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice have helped me deal with those things in the moment, in the middle of life, while it's all happening. For the first time, I am noticing today that there is a hesitancy to speak about what this past week has brought. What is interesting is that what I spoke about last week in terms of anticipating some things happening that were not going to be very positive, interestingly enough, it turns out that they went much better than I thought that they most likely would. And that's always a cause for celebration. It's always nice when it's not good that, you know, we don't want to put ourselves through a lot emotionally in advance of something when we don't know the outcome. But I also do want to celebrate those times when things do actually go better than, than, than I had expected. And that that's something that there is a lot of value in. But for some reason this week, I don't know why, and I don't think I really need to know why, has been one of those challenging weeks, emotionally speaking. And the best way that I would characterize it is, I always want to. Real, I always want to be careful because I realize that there is limited time here, and that sharing the what I call the ugly details of those emotional struggles really does not provide a lot of value. But it's really speaking about how mindfulness practice and how mindful coping practice have helped me get through the week in the healthiest way possible. So I'm going to try very hard to really keep this as concise as possible. What has this week felt like? The best way I could put it is that I felt very out of sync with life. I felt really lost. I did not feel like my quote-unquote usual self and I have no idea why that is and I really don't know if I will ever know and, not, and I don't know that I really need to know because I can spend the rest of my life trying to figure that out or I can actually utilize a practice that will help me cope in the best way possible no matter how I feel. And when I say that my mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice have helped get me through the week in a way that allowed me to stay in life that even though I felt many many times this week like retreating, I felt many times like giving up. That, and not to the degree, you know, that it was anything serious. When I say give up, I mean just basically sit down or lay down and just decide that I'm just not going to engage in life anymore. That's really what the the, the feeling is. It's nothing more than that. But giving up is giving up, and and I realize that it's I'm not going to be able to do anyone any good at all I'm not going to be able to discharge my responsibilities I'm not going to be able to make anything better for anyone else or for myself if I have temporarily given up being in life and you know being mindful on my feet right here right now in the middle of all this while it's all happening and unfortunately this week And I know that I'm not the only one. I know that there are many people I have worked with and that I've taught this practice to over the years that have found themselves living through moments where they are trying to do their best, but emotionally speaking, where what's going on in their heads is making it very, very difficult to do that. That was really what this week was about for me. And... I guess after last week, because I was dealing with some things that I, was, that I had some fear and trepidation about in terms of how things were going to go in a certain part of my life, that I think somehow I believed that I wanted to have a little something more uplifting today. And I think that there is that today. I think that there after I share how I have coped this week and how the practice has helped me do that, that I'm hoping that there really will be an uplifting note to this, that there really will be something that, uh, that, that it can be a takeaway that can leave someone or pe- whoever listens to this feeling like the practice really can put us in a better position to find the joy in life and to find the meaning that's there. And this is just kind of coming up in the moment that I'm realizing that, you know, this is something that is certainly not something that, you know, I I did not discover this. This is certainly not a new revelation for me or for anyone else who's listening. But there is joy and meaning in life, at least in my humble opinion. There are good things there. Sometimes I'm just so busy being in my own head, being the person that's struggling, being the person that's having difficulty dealing with life, that I can't see those things. They're there. I just have to be available to be able to perceive them and to be able to appreciate them. So this week, this is really probably the best example of the power of the practice because in this case, I found myself, I was not incapacitated by what was happening in my head to the point that I could not do what I needed to do and take care of my responsibilities, but it made it a lot tougher. It made it a lot more complicated. I found myself really overthinking a lot of things this week. You know, it, being around people was so much harder than it needed to be because as hard as it is to admit, I was actually making it harder. I was making it more complicated. Whatever it was, the tasks that needed to be taken care of this week were not any more difficult. The things I needed to check off the list, so to speak, were not any more challenging or difficult than they usually are. It's just, there again, what I was doing to myself in, you know, in my own head, how I was processing whatever emotions I was feeling in my body and in my physical being, I was putting myself in a position where it was so much harder than it really needed to be. And I don't want to get caught up in feeling foolish or feeling like there's something wrong with me or that somehow I don't, you know, I don't get it. That's not really the point here. It's actually the opposite of that when when we find ourselves having a day or a series of days feeling like this. The worst thing that I believe that we can do to ourselves is to judge ourselves harshly or to beat ourselves up emotionally for how hard we made it on ourselves. The fact is we do this sometimes and the best thing that we can do to stop the cycle of this continuing on an ongoing basis really gets back to the core or the heart of the practice and that's just to simply be aware. And I don't want to minimize this at all, because even though this week there were times where I was clearly very, very aware of what I was doing, and really, what, you know, really, if someone were to ask the question, you know, what were you doing, what exactly was going on here, what it really boils down to is that I, for whatever reason, felt physically or emotionally Like I was really out of sync with things. This I wasn't trying to talk myself into this. Somehow, some you know, there was some difference in the way that it felt to be me. And you know, there there are a host of or a myriad of reasons that could have been that way. I could you know, and I don't even want to get into because I just think it's it's basically just not a good use of this limited time. You know, any kind of physical manifestation of any physical changes or whatever it would be. And I think it's important to real you know to say as well that I was constantly monitoring where I was at to determine if I really was able to cope or not. And while there were some times this week where I found myself especially getting started, in, you know, at the beginning of the day, sometimes at the end of the day, really, really struggling. And as a person who is, has has wrestled with and has has suffered from the effects of chronic depression and this is something that can happen And, and I realize depression is a spectrum and it can affect different people in different ways at different levels of magnitude and because I have dealt with this for so many years I have more of a sense of where I'm at in terms of how serious this is and the beautiful part was that even though I really was very tempted and did spend some time this week as hard as it is to admit but I also feel like it's really easy to admit this because I do want to admit that I'm human and you know and and I know that's obvious but it actually you know helps me to hear myself say that and remember that at the end of the day like everyone else I you know I am human and I am going to be prone To sometimes believing what I'm thinking about how I'm feeling. And sometimes I am going to identify with myself as a victim in some way. Somehow I'm going to see myself as someone who has not, you know, not been able to catch a break, so to speak. And that things have not gone the way I've wanted them to go. It really wasn't so much, there was nothing situational going on that I was struggling with. This was more about just how I felt. And sometimes these, these things are even tougher to deal with because we don't have any situation that we can blame it on. Sometimes being able to point to something and, st- you know, and be able to say that you know, this happened and it didn't go the way that I wanted and now I feel badly and you know the thoughts that I'm having are self-defeating. Sometimes the, the trickiest thing is to deal with and to cope when we don't really know why we're feeling the way that we are. We just know that we are. And so where mindfulness practice really was beneficial this week was that it allowed me to realize that my mind was sometimes I would catch myself getting very, very carried away with you know obsessive thoughts about what I thought was wrong and what I thought was going to happen to me and speculating about how long it would last and how deep it would go and how bad it would be for how long and envisioning myself being unable to t- take care of the things that I needed to, c- to take care of and to begin to construct storylines in my life about what that might look like, how that would feel. And it all sounds so unbelievably ridiculous to say this out loud, but it, it's, 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 it's funny in a way, it's really almost silly what we do to ourselves in terms of the way we think about how we're feeling sometimes. And this week, the mindfulness practice, because I, I really had to pay attention a lot, even more so than when things are, you know, I'm not making things so hard on myself. And I'm not saying that there are times when we don't want to be paying attention. This clearly becomes a way of life. In other words, it's, and it's not something that we have to actively will ourselves to do every moment of every day. We practice it so that it just, that awareness comes online and just really happens automatically in of itself without us having to constantly try to make ourselves do it or get ourselves to do it. So a lot of this week was spent really as simple as it sounds, just paying attention and it's while it is simple to pay attention if we've practiced this enough that we see what we're doing in terms of how we're thinking about the way that we're feeling. And especially if it's a feeling that's not, you know, these emotions are staying with us for a long period of time. It's not just something fleeting, you know, it comes and it goes. There are times when we, you know, go from one day to the next, carrying certain emotions with us and certain physical feelings that are sometimes, and and the thing is, that's what I want to be aware of more than anything, is that I can't talk myself out of feeling this way. As much as it sounds that it would be one, it would be wonderful to have this way of willing myself to feel blissful and feel wonderful and be and be happy to the point that I can just completely, you know, make put a stop to when I'm feeling out of sync with life and when I'm feeling lost and confused and just really not feeling like myself, and to the point where I felt so lost at times. And there again, what I should say is that I was thinking thoughts about feeling lost to the point that I sometimes really it convinced myself that there was, you know, how was I ever going to find my way back? And my answer to that always when people have asked me that question, you know, I feel lost. How do I find my way back? Is at some point there just is a something that happens or shifts where trying to find your way back is really nothing more than having a bunch of thoughts about not wanting to feel the way that we're feeling anymore. And that's really what it boils down to. And so, even though I felt the urge this week to try to figure out how to find my way back, so to speak, and this is all metaphorically speaking, that at some point I just want to let go because I know that really trying to find my way back is really nothing more than more thinking. It's more analytical thought. It's more obsessive thoughts about how to, you know, look at some sort of metaphorical map and figure out how to, you know, just, I want things, and I've had people say that to me before in the midst of varying levels of distress, emotionally speaking, is how do I find my way back? How do I, I want things to be the way they were. How do I get it back to the way that it was before? And for me, it's really become, I remember that it's really, in this case, When we're talking about just feeling, you know, these, you know, we're feeling certain emotions, the thoughts are pointing to a, what we refer to as a feeling of being lost. There really is no real concrete way to find our way back. At some point, we we will realize that we just can stop all that and just let ourselves feel however we feel and realize that the thinking that's happening, while it does have forward momentum, If we stop giving it energy, if we stop paying attention to it and believing it and identifying with it as the person that's in the midst of those thoughts, going through whatever it is we're telling ourselves that we're going through, we really can be able to empower ourselves to be in a position where we can just let go of all those things. And I know that that takes a a definite, a definite level of trust and faith. To be able to just sit with something and realize that we may not understand really what we're feeling. We certainly get to a point where we know that there's really no benefit or no win in trying to think about what we're feeling and narrate it to ourselves or to anyone else in the form of a story and just let ourselves kind of what I call we just ride it out. And I did a lot of that this week. There were a lot of moments where I became aware that I was still feeling whatever it was I was feeling emotionally. I was feeling however I was feeling physically. It just did not feel the way I normally feel physically. But I I, I don't think that I was necessarily ill. I don't know really what was going on and I may never know. It has really passed for the most part. And... What's nice about it is, is that I'm at this point now where I have not spent this week. I can One thing I can truly say, while I have spent a lot of time this week thinking about what I refer to as these feelings of being lost, of feeling out of sync with life, feeling like I was just in a place that I had never been before and didn't know how to act and didn't know how to be, that really those were just thoughts that I was having about it clearly I was able to to go and work I was able to interact with people I was able to write what, what I refer to as act somewhat like a normal human being I realized we all have our things that make us unique and who we are but at the same time though I got through it and it's, it's easy to say that now because I'm on the back side of it but I was also trying to remind myself this week, it did not happen as consistently as I would have liked, uh, or as often as I would have liked, but there were times this week where I was fully aware of what I was doing to myself. I knew that I was feeling this, these certain emotions, there, were certain, there was something that was different physically speaking, and that I was lost in thought about it. and. You know, narrating a story to myself, telling myself a story about it, you know, creating this identity of someone, a character in this story. And really trying to talk myself into believing that this is the way it was and the way it was, you know, going to be for an uncertain period of time. And that there were times where I really did, I was thinking thoughts about just wanting to give it all up and just basically not take care of anything and just sit still and sit down or lie down and just give up. And it's, it seems sort of silly to say that because really what is what do you do when you give up? I kind of thought about that this week some and I tried to think about it in a critical way. You know, what, what exactly would giving up really accomplish? What good would it really do? It really it would just be me giving myself more time to sit and stew in all of these self-defeating thoughts that I was having about whatever it was I was feeling physically and emotionally it was not going to there was nothing really for me to stop and do that was going to make it better I knew that there was no way and acknowledge that there was no way I could talk myself into feeling differently so it became really obvious to me that what it was best was for me to still be in life I know always, no matter how badly I feel. Now, I realize there are times when we are physically ill. We are suffering from something that we really cannot be around other people because we don't want to possibly, if it's something that is contagious, uh, we don't want to give anyone else what it is that we're suffering from. There are times when we physically cannot get up and do what it is that we need to do. And I realize those are. that's kind of a little bit of a different subject. But this is more along the lines of, you know, I clearly still was physically able to do what I needed to do. I still really could be in life, and I knew that. And just knowing that and reminding myself of that was really beneficial because even as much as I did not want to acknowledge it, at times because there was a time you know there were numerous times this week where I really was into believing so much about what I was thinking about something being wrong with me about that I was lost and could never find my way back to the life that I once led it sounds so unbelievably silly to say these things now but it's also beautifully human and it's normal we all do this in some form or fashion. Or I I guess I would say I can't prove that we all do. But I would say that a a, a good majority of us do. This is just what it means to be human. And after a week of spending, you know, four days, the better of four days, feeling lost, feeling confused, feeling really low at times, emotionally speaking, uh, I can honestly say that, you know, the mindfulness practice, you know, staying aware of what was going on with me, staying aware of what I was doing to myself. Uh, I realized, you know, whatever I was feeling physically was not me doing anything to myself unless there was something I was doing unknowingly that may have caused some sort of physical reaction. I don't have any way of knowing these things. So it really doesn't make sense for me to spend a lot of my time and energy paying attention to speculation. I really just want to focus I really just want to focus on being here. Uh, Even though sometimes there were times this week when I wanted to escape. I wanted to run away from this and hide from it all and just, you know, find relief in some way. I knew that really that was not going to work. I knew that. I rationally understood that. And it doesn't say it doesn't make me. It doesn't make me an incredible human being. We're we're all capable of that realization. There's nothing so incredibly uh, unbelievable about that. It's just a matter of whether we want to see that or not. It's that is a universal truth, you know, that I that I can see. But I just want to be able to be in a position to appreciate it. So there was a lot going on there. The awareness of you know that, that results from mindfulness practice, I could almost say, you know, I don't want to get overly dramatic, you know, can be a lifesaver. There are times when we clearly need more than that in terms of a medical intervention or, you know, intervention from a mental health professional. Uh, And I'm not really, I don't, I'm not, I don't have the qualifications to really speak about that, but I know that even, you know, whether I needed that or not, what is most important is that I wanted to avail, continue to avail myself of the kind of awareness that allowed me to pay attention to what my mind was doing, and so that I could realize, oh, okay, you know, I'm, this is me doing this. These thoughts that I'm having, I don't. I'm not a victim of them. I, this is not something I'm suffering from, and that's just kind of coming up in the moment as well. I've never really articulated it that way before, but I'm not, I know that I'm not a victim of these thoughts that I have. These self-defeating thoughts, these limiting thoughts that I have, I'm not a victim of those things. I don't have to be. I can choose to be. But I don't have to be. In terms of mindful coping, I guess really what I've, I've been speaking about that in this case all along that this week it was literally moment to moment. It was second to second. Every moment I was making a choice. Even though I feel lost, even though I felt afraid at times, even though I felt completely out of sync, even though I felt very low emotionally, at times felt very sad and felt very afraid because I didn't know what was going on with me and I could not figure it out. At some point during this week, in terms of coping, the awareness that's fueled by mind, practicing mindfulness allowed me to come to the conclusion that I didn't need to waste my time trying to figure it all out anymore. I just needed to let go and not worry about finding my way back, so to speak. I just needed to live out and breathe in and breathe out and live out each moment as it was happening. And I needed to pay attention to what was going on around me and try to be with the people who I found myself with doing the work that I needed to do, taking care of the, you know, crossing things off of the to-do list, uh, being able to, you know, I, you know, having time where I wasn't needing to take care of anything that I had a choice. I could spend that time just ruminating over all of these thoughts all these self-defeating thoughts about how hard it had been this week. But instead I, at times I was able to allow myself to just enjoy some simple, simple things to be able to find some meaning and some joy where they, where I could find them without trying to find them. I just let myself be in a position where I could find them when I came across them. And The coping really comes down to I could not make all this go away. I could not talk myself out of it. I could not go run off and escape and find something that was going to somehow change where I was at emotionally and physically. I just had to ride it out, and I didn't have any answers. And that's what makes coping so difficult most of the time, at least in my experience, is that if I don't have any answers, it's so hard to just let myself be in life with other people right here, right now, while it's all happening because I'm too busy trying to get answers and figure this out and make it stop. And at some point, pretty early on in the week, the mindfulness practice enabled me to realize, okay, you know, I'm doing this. I'm spending all of my time and energy really focusing on how I'm, on how I'm thinking about how I'm feeling emotionally and physically. And it is not helping me at all. It is not allowing me to cope at all. And so I had to continue to pay attention and let go of those things and just trust because I really had no way of knowing if it, you know, you know, I didn't know if it was going to ever get any better. And if it was, I didn't know when that was going to be. And I did not really want to make the choice of hanging around. You know, having you know, checking out, so to speak, waiting for it to get better. When then I would start coping again and and dealing with life as it was. So it it really it was a choice that I made early on in the week, and I don't think that I could. And there again, it doesn't mean that this is anything extraordinary. We're we're all capable of making this choice, but at some point, I know that I most likely and probably can almost say with full certainty that I wouldn't have made that choice to just let go and trust and be in each moment however I felt and cope in the best way that I could and find the most joy and meaning in all of it if I weren't engaging in these practices, mindfulness and mindful coping practice. And it is really, to me, is a teachable moment, and this is really talking back to myself, reflecting this back to myself, that these practices really have been you know, what I'd refer to metaphorically as a lifesaver. They really, really have. They've really allowed me to actually not make things so much harder than they have to be. And it's so easy and so tempting to do that so much of the time. I'm really thankful for these practices, and it's nice to be able to sit here where I am this week, looking back at what was a very challenging and a very difficult week, and know that without the, you know these practices enabled me to get to this point where I can actually look back and speak about it and know that I that it's going to be okay. I'm really grateful for that.